0: You're listening to the Simon Barnett and James Daniels Afternoons podcast from News Talk ZB.
1: Andy Coy's given us a call. He's the CEO of Wool Impact New Zealand. Hello, Andy.
2: Yes, good afternoon. It's
1: a fascinating chat. This.
2: Yes, it's a, it's a great story.
1: A lot of people are, are bombarding the studio here with text saying it's synthetic all the way. The schools have done the right thing here because of this wool weevil or a beetle in the wool carpet and my experience, Andy, I've had wool carpets for nearly 30 years and I've never had it, and I don't think we've ever treated our wool carpet for something. So is it that bad, honestly?
2: I think we we can find there are treatments for wool wool weevil, but I think we've got to open this up to having a a broader understanding of the synthetics versus natural fibres. And um, we've been following this this, uh, tender, and although wool has fallen short here, there's a lot of new learnings. And we, as a, uh, a wool sector advocacy group, we're working to complete those findings so that wool can be competitive next time. How um, did it, it fall we also short? We need to look at the existing specifications and extend that to incorporate other aspects such as air quality and the sort of health, well-being, and, and safety of our children in that in that environment
3: yeah hey Andy how did the, uh, the did it fall short when it came to this tender
2: uh there, there are lots of new learnings that we're going through in terms of, of the performance parameters um, and the specifications so this is a brand new product that's just been brought into the market and so we're working with the manufacturer of that product to help them um, reach compliance so that it can be competitive next Is time. Is this
3: the product that was in the tenders, was, was one of the tenderers, um, but it didn't, obviously, it, it didn't make it. Um, what sort of things were did it not come up to uh, standard on?
2: Uh, we're looking at um, a whole range of different environmental parameters and as a wool advocacy group, we're working around carbon and life cycle analysis and, um, there's no parameters in terms of looking at um, the disposal at end of life and one of the, the key landfill um, categories in New Zealand, we're bearing about 148,000 tonnes of carpets every year in New Zealand, of which the majority of those are synthetic. So these, you talk about the longevity of the product, but um, nylon may may wear a bit longer or it may wear the same. but it's going to end up in our landfill for the centuries to come. So we've got to take account of that end-of-life application, but also the, the quality of the, that home environment or the school environment which kids are, uh, are, are, are doing their learnings in as well.
1: I wonder too, Andy, given you know wool is fire-resistant, wouldn't that have been a selling point for you guys over synthetics? And was that considered?
2: Flame resistant wasn't part of the specification, uh, but wool does have natural flame flame resistant uh, properties. It's mm. inherently FR um, up to 600 degrees, where synthetic products have to be treated with chemicals.
3: That aside, Andy, uh, bottom line, literally, is is wool more expensive than synthetic carpet?
2: Well, it depends on whether you're looking at a cost or a value equation. If mm. we're looking at the, the health and well-being of our children and of our environment and sustaining uh, rural um, communities, then the value equation would, would go in Wool's favour.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I did note too from the story, Andy, and maybe you can shed some light on this, Wool industry representatives, and you maybe one of them, suggested there was going to be a meeting with the Ministry of Education to discuss the, you know, the tender process and the result, but ministry spokespeople say that they're not going to be considering that meeting. That's not going to happen.
2: We're, uh, as a wool advocacy group, we're going to work through, understand what the existing standards are um, to support companies for future tenders, but also to question um, some of the other parameters that haven't been taken, taken account of mm. so that wool can be you know, looking at natural fibres and, um, and what value they can bring into a classroom environment. So incorporate some of those additional standards that will work more in favour of, of wool.
1: Are you really disappointed, devastated by this decision or not?
2: Oh, we're disappointed, but look, this is a brand new product. It's very innovative and we're working with the manufacturer and then if we can get this right through our learnings now, this is a product that's got global potential. It's got great convenience for commercial applications um, offshore. So it's something that we're regarding as, as work in progress.
1: Okay. Andy, thank you very much for calling. Andy Coy, CEO of Wool Impact New Zealand. Richard Lowe is a name many people are familiar with, former All Black, of course, and now farming, and he's a farming commentator. He's given us a buzz too. G'day, Richard. G'day, Richard.
0: Good afternoon, chaps.
1: <laughs> nice to talk with you. Are you gutted about this? Well,
0: just with me, your last caller was very correct, and you've had some great callers, and I know noticed the synthetic people only text, but that's understandable. <laughs> um, Andy. The CEO seemed to be gracious in defeat, which I I would put myself in the other category because you know it was two or three years ago. I'll stand corrected on the exact time. uh, The government put something like twelve million into uh, the industry through MPI to help them, and that's that will impact. So after spending that much money, you'd think they would help them a bit further by Mm -hmm. make sure they get. This contract for the schools. You know, it's silly. You know, it's a New Zealand business, it's a New Zealand product. It's about as silly as the government stopping mining coal in New Zealand and importing it from
3: Indonesia, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, another story, another topic for another day, Richard. Yeah. But, um, but but wasn't the issue that the the one um, tender wasn't suitable for some reason? It was difficult to figure out um, from the CEO, from Andy, as to what it was, but the, uh, yeah. the one tender wasn't suitable.
0: Hey, this is New Zealand woolen product that we are very good at making why don't we, even if it was going to cost uh, 10% more, 20% more, why don't we go with it for the sake of the country and the sake of the community and mm. everything else everyone mm. has said? You know, the education board, you would have thought, would be talking to the other ministers to make sure they're on the same page. Yeah. I don't think our our ministers, and that includes Luxem, uh, he even said the other night on the telly, best bang for buck. It might mm. be Short-term best bang for buck for mm. but for New Zealand, no.
1: Mm. Yeah. So where to from here? Do you reckon? Is there any saving? It
0: it's it's hard because we stopped uh, that poor caller you have that you know can't arrange his uh, shopping and can't buy a plastic bag now. There's mm. something like they, when they banned them, they were saying there was fifteen thousand, I think, uh, fifteen thousand plastic bags equivalent to one square meter of synthetic. Carpet and others have said, you know, you can't make stuff out of wool. Why, you know, why you, you just have to look at motor vehicles? Well, I've got a knife in my hand now, not just to read it or not to do anything with. Uh, it's an <laughs> iron clad pan uh, company, one a BitTree knife. Yeah. And New Zealand Merino uh, put these out a couple of years ago, and the handle was actually wool. No, really? The what? same company made canoes and surfboards. I know
1: board. that company. What's yeah. the name of
0: the company? Yeah, no, it, it escapes me now. But oh. um,
1: they didn't they also test for inflatable IRBs?
0: That's right. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. right. Yeah. So you know, this is innovation in New Zealand. Yet we've got Ministry of Education wanting to put, uh, you know, help up, product a multi-billion-dollar US company. Why do we even bother about that?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. that's no, with a, you on that, that's a particular yeah. you know uh, stumbling block, isn't it? Is this company Milliken who get the contract? I mean, it, I, I think you'd probably bear it a bit more easily if it was a New Zealand company yeah. that made it as well. You know, yeah. hey, last thing then, Richard, what do you say to? And there are, a, in fairness, there's probably one hundred and fifty, two hundred texts here saying that. Synthetics wear
0: a lot better than wool in the long term. As I said, those people are toxic, and that makes a big difference, doesn't it? But you know, <laughs> yeah. they, they go on stuff like, are they wool's fire retardant? Well, chemical has to be put on these synthetic uh, tiles so they don't catch light. And then you end up talking to the fire brigade or a fire service, and they say smoke won't kill you, it; the fumes will.
1: Yeah. Mm, Richard, yeah. we're gonna have to run, but very nice to talk to you. Thank Thanks, you for mate. calling up. That's Richard Lowe, former All Black and Now of Course Farmer and Farming Commentator with his views.
0: For more from Simon Barnett and James Daniels afternoons, listen live to News Talks at B or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.